With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, I do indeed. Eldon John and Philadelphia Freedom from 1974, ladies and gentlemen, along with Dee Murray, Ray Cooper, Nigel Olsen, and Davey Johnstone on guitar, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, we're rocking and rolling as always here on Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, for Wrestling Revisited, your Time Machine retro show, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday night, January the 22nd, 2019, ladies and gentlemen. I almost said it the wrong year again. Whoops. I got the right year this time, 122-19, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to Wrestling Revisited. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jared D. Geraldo. Joining me shortly will be the human suplex machine, John Gross, and hopefully King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds. 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 139926-POUND. You can join us until 8 o'clock tonight. However, we've got a great show lined up for you tonight. And boy, oh boy, we've got a great... Uh, time to look back as far as great moments in history go and of course we're going to take you back ladies and gentlemen to a great moment indeed tonight so buckle up get ready strap in your seatbelt and we're going to take you back to last january yes folks the reason why we played philadelphia is because we're going to take you back to the nxt takeover show in philadelphia a year ago this week and now i see joining us on the line to talk about that memorable night is the human suplex machine the man who brings you the raw 
dates in history every Monday on Raw Radio and every day here on the Talk Show Radio Network from Chili Front Royal, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him home. How are ladies and gentlemen? The man with the plan, ladies and gentlemen, who always has a plan, the human suplex machine, Mr. John Gross. John, welcome to Wrestling Revisited. And apparently we are having a tough time hearing John right now. Johnny, you with us? Okay, uh, John should be joining us here in a moment here, folks. So bear with us, folks. We're still trying to get his mic set up and everything here, folks. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that coming up tonight at 9 o'clock on Wrestling Revisited, ladies and Wrestling Revolution, excuse me, 138055. Pound. We'll talk about last night's go home show for the Royal Rumble. John will supply the birthdays and dates. Gerard T. Smith and I will have your news headlines for you, including a particular wrestler who may not be competing at the Rumble this Sunday. Who is it? We'll tell you about it here at the 9 o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, on Wrestling Revolution. Now let's see if we can try John again. John, are you with us? John, are you there? Well, apparently we're still having a tough time hearing John, but folks, let's uh, get into our moment here, and hopefully John will be uh, with us here momentarily, however, uh, from his remote location. As we said, folks, we're going to talk about last year's NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, which going into the event, however, the theme song was, of course, by Asking Alexandria when the lights came on. Well, the lights did indeed come on in Philadelphia and made a big crack in the city of Brotherly Love last year. Of course, this and the Royal Rumble, and it was quite a Saturday night, however, in Philadelphia. And, of course, we will tell you about what went down as we take a look at the matches in more detail. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, this card, of course, had eight interesting matches, three pre-show Five main ones, however. Nevertheless, however, none of these matches disappointed whatsoever. So let's get John's take, however, and uh, thoughts overall. With that said, we begin the first match with Nikki Cross. Yes, folks, Nikki Cross of the group Sanity, however, who, of course, would go on to manage people like Eric Young, Killian Dane, and Alexander Wolfe. And speaking of Killian Dane, congratulations to Nikki Cross and Killian Dane last weekend for getting married. Best of luck to them in their new marriage. As a result, they took on... Referring to Nikki Cross, however, Lacey Evans, the new uh, female sergeant of the uh, Raw division, if you will, who made her debut last night, and who I will have plenty to say about tonight on Revolution, of course, at the 9 o'clock hour. As a result, this went two and a half minutes long, and as a result, crazy Nikki Cross came out to play on this night, however, and showed the sergeant, however, that she was indeed a little cuckoo, let's just say, in more ways than one. Uh, let's see if we can get John's thoughts on this opening contest between Nikki Cross and Lacey Evans. John, your thoughts. Oh. Okay, now we hear him. John's with us. Okay, now Ooh. we hear you, John. Okay, we, we, we were wondering what happened there, but you're with Wait. us now. We're, we're yeah. talking about NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, of Ooh. course, as I mentioned. I'm sure you heard how our, hopefully you're staying warm. Our, the first match I talked about at the TakeOver show in Philadelphia last year was Nikki Cross versus Sergeant Lacey Evans, who, of course, made her debut last night on Monday Night Raw. Overall, this went two and a half minutes overall. And, of course, going into this show, we had a pretty good crowd. However, 14,247, Mara Ranulo and Percy Bygod Watson called the action. Your thoughts about the opening matchup between Nikki Cross and Lacey Evans? A good match. And uh, hopefully they'll steal the show at the Rumble tomorrow. I mean, this Sunday. Well, we'll see. I mean, we know both of them have entered the Royal Rumble. Nikki Cross, of course, announced her intentions a week ago. Lacey Evans announced her uh, 
full intention and turned her attention to your girl, Alexa Bliss, last night in the Moment of Bliss talk show, if you will, there in Oklahoma City. We'll talk more about that here later on this evening. Up next, of course, a very unique special tag team blockbuster, if you will. TM61, the Aussie duo of Nick Miller and Shane Thorne, took on the Eli brothers, if you will, Gabriel and Ural Eli. This only went three and a half minutes long. TM61, of course, have had many battles, of course, with teams over the course of the last few years, including the AOP and the Undisputed Era, among others. That being said, your thoughts about TM61 winning here? I haven't heard any. I haven't heard these guys, TM61, in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was an okay tag match. Yes, it was. I would agree there. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. Very good point indeed. And before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that this Thursday you can check out Wolfpack, of course, 138521-pound. Be sure to check that out at 9 o'clock. Gerardi Smith and I will have the news headlines for you again. John will have the birthdays and dates of flight. Also, this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, of course, will be a very special edition of Revolution. Of course, one pound at 9 o'clock. Again, the same format goes as it does every night. But also this week, we'll have our early NXT takeover predictions for uh, the city of uh, Phoenix, if you will, which will be coming up this Saturday night on the WWE Network, beginning at 7 p.m., of course. And, of course, our Royal Rumble predictions as well. And speaking of Saturday and Sunday, folks, we want to remind you that this Saturday and Sunday will be a very special edition of Power Hour, beginning at 7 o'clock. We will have a very unique show, however, of Power Hour, talking about the TakeOver show in Phoenix and be covering the show from Ringside Hour. Okay, I'm finally in. The sort of arena. And now we hear John is now inside after being outside in the cold and chilly weather. However, hopefully he is getting warmed up, however. So, folks, we want to encourage everyone out there who is out there in this nasty weather, please, please, please be careful and safe out there. It's been very cold the last few days, however. I know in a lot of part of the country, hopefully it will start warming up very soon for all of you in your neck of the woods. How I know it's going to start warming up in my neck of the woods at least tomorrow, and then it's going to get a little chilly this weekend before it starts warming back up early next week. But, folks, we will also tell you that coming up this Sunday, folks, at 5 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, before the Rumble, join the gang, Chad, Michelle, Gerard, Sean, myself, and the rest of the gang, how talking about the World Rumble on a very special edition World Rumble of Revolution. Who knows? Some bets might be made on both of these shows, however, from our panel members, however, and we'll definitely have a lot to talk about. Of course, the call ID on Sunday, of course, is 138055-POUND. The power hour, of course, is 13164, if I'm not mistaken. And tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about both of these shows on the debate hour on 39925-pound. John, myself, Michelle, Gerard, and the rest of the game will be talking about that and giving you our early assessment of what we might see coming up this weekend in Phoenix as far as uh, NXT TakeOver and also the Royal Rumble. But also this Monday, folks, join John, myself, Fonzie, and the rest of the gang hour with the aftermath of the Rumble and TakeOver on Raw Radio from 3 to 5 this coming Monday, 138744-pound. John, and of course, will supply the birthdays and dates. I will have some new headlines, of course, about the shows, however, from this weekend. And give you a little of an early preview, maybe, of the Super Bowl that will be coming up a week from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, in Hotland at GA. But, folks, we will have a lot to talk about, plus raw ratings and thoughts, however, as far as that goes this coming Monday. And that gets underway again this Sunday. Excuse me, this Monday at 3 p.m., one three ten four four pound John, myself, the Heartbreak Kid, who will hopefully be back on the air with us, Mr. WCW, Gerard, 
chat. Of course, uh, Michelle and the rest of the gang will be there at bell time, 3 p.m. this coming Monday. Also, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about the SmackDown aftermath and maybe some early thoughts about uh, TakeOver and the Rumble Hour on uh, Revolution. That'll be very interesting. We might even have some thoughts about that tonight. You never know. We'll begin that away at 9 o'clock. But at 6.30 p.m., folks, tomorrow night, we will have Outside the Ropes. Of course, we'll talk about the latest movies, politics, movies, and sports, however. 141387. And we'll also be talking, maybe, who knows, a little bit about Oscar. Yes, folks, the Oscar nominations were announced earlier this morning. And, John, I'm sure you heard the news how A Star is Born has been nominated for eight mm-hmm. nominations, including Best Picture. Yeah, I, I think I heard. Yes, and Roma is up for 10. So uh, another movie that's being watched out for is Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bradley Cooper, of course, and the guy who played Freddie Mercury in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, which I've seen, and I've told you about this movie, folks. It is a good movie. I had a friend who recently went to go see uh, Green Book this past weekend. In fact, I talked to them earlier this afternoon, Howard, and they said that Green Book is a very good movie. So if you're looking for a good movie to watch right now, Howard, it's a toss-up between Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, Vice, of course, starring Christian Bale, of course, and... Uh, Adam McKay, and by the way, speaking of Christian McHale and Bale and Adam McKay, they have been nominated both for Best Director and Best Supporting Actor for this movie. Folks, Oscar's heating up within a month, however, and we'll tell you about it in the next few weeks who we think might be taking the Golden Statues home this year at Hollywood, however. I can tell you one movie that did not get nominated, which is unfortunately and tragic, however, the story of Mr. Rogers. Yes, folks, Mr. Fred Rogers, however, the story documentary called Won't You Be My Neighbor was not nominated for anything, believe it or not, surprisingly, but Tom Hanks will be playing the lead role of Fred Rogers, if you will, later on this year in a Hollywood feature, however, I'm sure it might get some attention maybe next year, but the movie Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is a documentary, not based on the same movie, however, that Tom Hanks' movie will be called, however, the Fred Rogers story, however, the uh, bio, of course, of uh, the legendary TV show, uh, Kitty's host, however, who for many years hosted his own uh, show, not just in Pittsburgh, well, actually, he shot in Pittsburgh, I should say, but oh, all over the world, people know him as the true uh, lovable sweater man, however, from Western PA. But as I said, folks, the movie and documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor, was not nominated for anything in the Oscar category as Best Documentary, which is unfortunate. But we'll talk about that here later on tomorrow night and in the coming weeks ahead. In the meantime, let's get back to the show, Howard of NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Our next match, Howard, Roderick Strong taking on Tyler Bay, two guys who know each other a little bit, however, from... Uh, Ring of Honor, and I believe the UK, if you will. Roderick Strong, of course, would later go on to join a unique team later on in 2018. But on this night, Howard, he was trying to see if he would become the new number one contender to the WWE UK Championship. And, well, let's just say Roderick Strong made his statement loud and proud, however, over the uh, man known as Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate would go on later on in 2018 to have a breakout match, however, as we know, Howard, in the UK Championship Tournament, if you will. As a result, Strong would go on to form or should I say join up with a very unique duo, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. However, some guys, however, that he considered friends of his and have been lifelong pals of his, however, if you will. As a result, Strong picks up the win here and is now the new number one UK champion here, or should I say contender to the UK championship, if you will, here. And as a result, he defeated Tyler Bate here in eight and a half minutes. John, your thoughts about this one? Oh, good cruiserweight matchup between them. Indeed. And, of course, Tyler Bate, as you know, over the last few years, Howard has fought some big-time cruiserweights like Flash Morgan Webster, Mark Andrews, and, of course, Pete Dunne, the bruiserweight, if you will. Of course, him and Pete Dunne stole the show in Chicago the year before this, however, and as a result, we would see them 
uh, rehash each other, uh, let's just say later on in 2018, and a couple matches, however, both on TV and uh, in house shows in general. Speaking of uh, gang, however, this is the gang I was talking about, ladies and gentlemen, as we start out the show now with a tag team match of the NXT Championship, the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, however, uh, minus their fearless leader at the time, taking on the AOP, Ackham and Rezar with Precious Paul Ellering. This proved to be Ellering's last show, I believe, with NXT, however, on this night. As a result, Ellering, of course, who led the uh, Road Warrior wannabe team of Ackham and Rezar, uh, tried their hardest to get back uh, their championships, if you will. As a result, however, the Undisputed Era, however, needless to say, found a way to retain the gold here in less than 15 minutes. Your thoughts about this opening contest? Oh, I love this match. Indeed, it was a very good match, I agree. Howard, of course, Fish and O'Reilly, of course, a very good team, however, along with uh, Roderick Strong, of course, uh, then will join up with their stable later on in 2018. Uh, and, of course, their fearless leader was in a matchup that would be very unique, Howard, one of the better matches of the night we'll talk about here in just a few minutes. Up next, of course, another interesting match here, the Velveteen Dream. Yes, folks, the Velveteen Dream, who has been... Uh, well, creating some controversy as of late, however, with his comments, if you will, taking on Cassie's, oh, no. And uh, this is when I started to enjoy, started to watch a little bit more of the Velveteen Dream. At the time, I had not been a real big fan of his, however, and his attitude. But shortly after watching this pay-per-view, I started to uh, warm up to him a little bit slowly. And by the summer of this past last year, however, I started becoming a fan of his more and more. Uh, John, your thoughts about the Velveteen Dream defeating Cassius, oh, no. Oh, good match. Good one. Indeed, indeed, I would agree there, very much so, thank you very much. Of course, the match, by the way, folks, in case you're wondering, went 10 and a half, almost 11 minutes long. Up next, uh, two unique wrestlers, however, who have had a little bit of a history with one another, the uh, war goddess herself, Ember Moon, the champion taking on the future of NXT, Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, here it is now, less than a year later, Shayna's got a big match coming up this Sunday, Howard, against Bianca Belair, the new number one contender. Ember has gone on to some interesting things since coming up to the main roster, but Ember Moon was the one who actually, at one point, however, later on in 2018, would stop a certain streak, however, if you will, however, and would hold the championship for a brief time herself. But on this night, Howard, Ember Moon, Howard, found a way, Howard, to uh, stay on top of the ladder, let's just say, and Shayna Baszler almost came through, Howard, but Shayna was not quite there yet, though, unfortunately. As a result, this one, 10 minutes even, Ember, the War Goddess Moon, proves to be the big victor here in this one. John, your thoughts about this one? What match were we talking about? Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. Great matchup for both ladies, and I... I remember the night after that match, Ember was in the first women's Rumble match. That's right. A lot of people had not known about that, Howard. You're right, Howard. That was the same night we saw a certain, uh, let's just say, unique UFC fighter maker debut on that same particular night afterwards, too. You're right, in the form of Rowdy Ronda Rousey, who at the time was just finishing up filming Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg, and not many people were wondering if uh, she was be involved in wrestling. We had heard for the past week going into that show in Philadelphia that she would show up at the Rumble or she would show up on Raw maybe that Monday night. Instead, however, she snuck around, however, and fooled everyone, however, let's just say she filmed her last scene, I guess, a few days before this or maybe the week before. And then I guess uh, that Saturday night, early Sunday morning, she was kept in Philadelphia. Not many people knew, however, she had snuck into town. And as a result, she would show up at the Royal Rumble the following night, however, and make a statement, however, to both the Queen Charlotte Flair and the Empress Oscar, if you will, however, 
let's just say. Uh, speaking of unique matches, this was a great match in our next one here in our semi-main event of the evening. This is one of my two favorite matches of the show, however, and it was considered one of the top matches of the year, hands down, and it should be. Adam Cole, yes, folks, the leader of the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, baby, took on the Dutch Destroyer himself, as I like to call him, and who's got a big opportunity coming up this week to get back his NXT World Championship against the Sicilian stretcher man himself, Tommaso Chiappa. Unfortunately, on this night, however, the man from the uh, Netherlands and Holland, if you will, was ready to destroy uh, the leader of the Undisputed Era. And, well, let's just say he kind of did here in 22 minutes, however, as this was a hellacious fight between the leader of the Undisputed Era and the Dutch Destroyer. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, what, what match was this? Alistair Black and Adam Cole. Alistair Black and Adam Cole. Man, what a match that was. And, of course, Adam Cole, a few months later, would go on to... Uh, Headline and become a big uh, star at NXT New Orleans, of course, uh, capturing the North American Championship. For, I believe he won the North American title, I think it was, and then he would drop it a short time later. Let me just double-check to be sure and make my notes are sure and correct here. Uh, yes, he would win the first-ever North American Championship, if you will, however, mind you. And he would hold that belt, if you will, however, believe it or not, however... Uh, believe it or not, however, in New Orleans, however, as I said, folks, if he would uh, win that hellacious battle, if you will, of course, he would then go on, of course, to have another great match, if you will, however, as I'm just trying to find here, mind you, just bear with me here, folks, uh, we do know, however, that I believe he lost that title, I think it was shortly thereafter, winning the title in New Orleans, he would uh, drop the title, I'm just going to check to be sure if I'm right here, uh, no, he did not... Uh, well, he competed in the tag match, however, I do know that, however. The next time he would uh, defend that title, of course, would be, believe it or not, in Brooklyn that August, believe it or not. And uh, Adam Cole, as I said, folks, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, believe it or not, however, is one of the only two people besides the ricochet of holding that belt. Cole, of course, held the belt for 133 days. Ricochet going into this week here, ladies and gentlemen, however, has held the belt, however, 157 plus days. So, folks, those are your first two North American champions, however, of course, Adam Cole winning that hellacious ladder match in New Orleans, however. Uh, he definitely had a breakout performance here in Philadelphia, no question about it, and it was definitely entertaining to watch, to say the least, however. Up next, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was the big main event, and this is the match that everyone was talking about as well, folks, that became one of the top matches of the last year, and for right, and for good reason, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, however, it was Andrea Cien Almas with his girlfriend, Selena Vega, who's got a big fight coming up tonight on SmackDown, if you will, against Ray Jr., however, in a two-out-of-three falls match, and who had a really good match with Ray Jr. last week in Birmingham, Alabama, if you will, who will be taking on Ray Jr. again tonight, however, in a two-out-of-three falls affair, will take on the ultimate underdog, and who this week, ladies and gentlemen, hopes to capture the North American title from the Ricochet, if you will, the guy who had a breakout year in 2018, and who I've said many times over, however, who I think will have an even bigger breakout year in 2019, barring injury and any other personal issues, but I think he will get better and better as time goes along. Yes, folks, I'm talking about the ultimate Sylvester Stallone underdog himself, the Rocky Balboa of the NXT roster, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Wrestling himself, Johnny Gargano. This went 32 minutes and change. I mean, you talk about a show-stealing match. This was a classic. Dave Meltzer even rated this high as five stars, however, after it was all said and done. John, what a main event this was between Almas and Gargano. Oh, man. I, I enjoyed that match quite personally. 
Yes, I did. I did too. And of course, Gargano had some great matches last year. This was the start of something big for him. He would go on to face his former DIY teammate and best friend uh, down the road, uh, like Tommaso Chiappa and some big-time street fights and no-holds-barred matches. He would go on to face the Dutch Destroyer, Alistair Black. I will ask you this, however, before I get your final thoughts, however, about both Black and Gargano real quick. First off, as far as Black goes, do you see Alistair Black, the Dutch Destroyer, stopping Tommaso Chiappa's reign as champion, become the 13th, that's right, possibly the 13th, ladies and gentlemen, lucky number 13, can he beat Tommaso Chiappa this Sunday, or excuse me, Saturday night in Phoenix, and make it lucky number 13, or does uh, Tommaso hold on to the title a little longer, in your opinion? Well, Alistair's been NXT champion one time. Yes. And he did beat... Andre Steen Almas, and surprisingly enough, that's Andre Steen Almas' manager's wife, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right, Johnny. Of course, uh, yes, you're right. How Andre, Andre Steen Almas, of course, uh, managed by Celine Vega. You're right, Alistair Black. Of course, uh, uh, his uh, manager is uh, Johnny Gar- uh, Alistair uh, uh, Vega. Of course, uh, Selena Vega, the wife of Alistair Black. So we'll see what happens there. And uh, talking about Johnny Gargano, we just talked about him in the Ricochet. Can Johnny Wrestling become the new North American champion Saturday night, do you feel? I think he should. I think he should, too, especially with the way his new attitude is. But you never know. The Ricochet continues to be impressive week after week. Folks, I'll tell you what, folks. If you're looking for a great show, Howard, to watch, Howard, this weekend, Howard, besides the Rumble and everything like that, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, put your feet up, kick back, have some dinner, have some pizza, have some wings, drink some beer, get ready for what should be a hellacious battle in the Valley of the Sun at the Talking Stick Resort Arena, folks. In the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Arizona, it is going to be one hellacious battle, to say the least. And with that said, folks, those are... That's just the first of our two TakeOver specials tonight, because we're going to do another TakeOver here in just a minute. But before we do that, folks, I'm going to get John's final thoughts about the Philadelphia show. Overall, I'm going to give this show an 8 out of 10. I thought this was a pretty damn good show, however. And like I said, folks, I think the two matches that definitely stole the show, however, without question, was the semi-main event between Black and Cole, and then Almas and Gargano. Folks, you talk about Rick Steamboat and Rick Flair. You talk about Dusty and Rick Flair. You talk about Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. You talk about Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko. Those matches and those feuds have been great over the years, no question about it. But Almas and Gargano, what a war this was going into Philadelphia, and what a war it was coming out of Philadelphia when it was all said and done, because we saw what happened afterward when Tommaso Chiappa attacked his former partner, and this would set up a big feud that we'll be talking about next, however. And that was Chiappa and Gargano at the first meeting of the year between the two of them, as they now were bitter enemies and not teammates anymore after Tommaso Chiappa literally attacked his own DIY partner afterward. But, John, I will get your final thoughts about Take over Philadelphia. Wow. Awesome show. And I got to say, this was one heck of a good takeover pay-per-view. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I can't wait. And I can't wait for, for NXT in Arizona. I really can't wait. Oh, neither can I. And it's, and it's going to be a great match. And it's going to be a good show, I feel. You've got five great matches, as we said. We talked about two of them already. Of course, the other matches include, as we talked about three of them already. Uh, the other match that we did not talk about, folks, it'll be Cassie's Oh No taking on Broski, Matt Riddle, if you will. And we also have Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly taking on 
the War Raiders. Hanson and Rowe, folks. That is going to be a hellacious war to watch. We saw what happened with those guys at the War Games in L.A. back in November. If you thought the War Games was something, folks, this one just might top it. And I'll tell you what, folks, those four guys are going to absolutely tear it up. And like I said, every time you see an NXT show, it doesn't matter if it's a good show or a bad show. Most shows are really good, if not excellent, however. You can definitely bet your bottom dollar that coming up to, as we said, and I'm going to say it again, Saturday night in Phoenix, Hour, you better get ready because there's going to be a lot of fire being played out there in the Valley of the Sun. And, it and, looking, at, and looking, at the, looking at the weather for Saturday and Sunday yes. on Google Weather, both days are going to be 74 degrees. 74 degrees. Saturday is going to be 74 with a low of 44. Yes. And Sunday is going to be mostly sunny, 74 to 45. So we'll be in the mid-70s, and it looks like they might open the dome then. Okay, so yep. we're not All right. for I'll be right back. And while John's stepping out, we want to thank John for the weather report there, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, we do appreciate that. Thank you very much, John. And, of course, while John's stepping out, ladies and gentlemen, we will give you the weather on other locations of what's going on. Right now, of course, in Front Royal, of course, it is dirty and partly cloudy, but tonight it's supposed to get down around 10 degrees. Tomorrow and Thursday, folks, it will be raining both days, 48 and 49. Friday will be 33 and partly cloudy, and Saturday, 36, with some sunshine and partly cloudy weather as well. Meanwhile, however, down in our friend uh, Neil Patel's neck of the woods, Tampa, Florida, if you will, we'll tell you about the weather right now. It is going to be 80 degrees tomorrow and partly cloudy. Thursday, it looks like it's going to rain, 71. Friday, however, 60 and 64, partly cloudy with sunshine each day, but Thursday it's going to rain with a high of 71. Palmyra, Virginia, let's take a look at what's going on. Palmyra and MLD's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, and give you an early update of what's going on in mighty Palmyra. This week, ladies and gentlemen, while we're doing that, we're going to get an update that. It is right now 29 and mostly cloudy, but tomorrow will be 48 with a touch of afternoon rain. Thursday morning rain, however, with clouds breaking later in the day. It looks pretty good, however, so that's good to hear. However, it'll be 53, however. Then on Friday and Saturday, 42, partly sunny and cooler, and then some sun and then turning cloudy over the weekend. Friday and Saturday, 42 and 41, respectively, both days. So it looks pretty good in Palmyra. Meanwhile, however, let's take a look however down in Trinity, North Carolina, Fearless Bosses, Neck of the Woods, Mr. Chad Henshaw. Tomorrow it'll be raining fifty. Okay, I'm back. Okay, I'm just going over the weather here, John. It's anyway, as I was saying anyway, as I was saying earlier, don't like you said, Janine, the dome will be indeed open. The dome may be indeed open for the Royal Rumble. Yes, it might. You're exactly right. And as I was telling everyone right now, uh, what it looks like in Trinity, I can tell you right now, it's 35 and mostly clear right now. Tomorrow it will be raining and Thursday, 57, 59, both days in Trinity. Friday and Saturday, sunny and right now at 5 Right now at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. here in the good old Arizona, it is 64 degrees. Yes, and so John's giving us an update of what's going on out there in Phoenix. Thank you very much, John. Hopefully it'll be very nice there the next couple of days. And as you said, it's supposed to be in the mid-70s this weekend and upper 70s, so it looks pretty good for the Rumble. That's good to hear. I have a few friends who will be flying out there actually this Thursday to be attending the Rumble and TakeOver as well as Raw and SmackDown. In fact, they're leaving Thursday morning, but I will not be having lunch with them tomorrow afternoon before they leave Thursday morning. But folks, I can tell you in Trinity right now, like I said, tomorrow and Thursday will be raining both days, 57, 59, unfortunately, but Friday and Saturday looks clear and sunny, 43 to 45. And here in Pittsburgh, folks, let's tell you what the weather is real quick, and then we'll get to a, 
Ontario very quickly. GTS is next to the woods, and I have heard that GTS is still under the weather, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindotza, as of today. They've been battling on a big-time flu bug over the last two weeks, so uh, Gerard, on behalf of myself and John and the rest of the gang, we definitely hope you feel better soon, brother, and we hope you get back on the air very soon with us. MLD, the same goes for you. I know you've been battling a stomach flu as well and said that you weren't feeling too well, but we want to wish you and uh, Caleb and your mom uh, hopefully uh, good health, along with Gerard and his mom, as uh, you guys are battling the flu, let's just say. And I know it has not been very pleasant because of the way the weather has been lately. But uh, here's what the weather looks like right now in Pittsburgh. It's 31 and cloudy. However, tonight is going to be very chilly again here with single-digit temperatures dropping off late. However, But tomorrow through Saturday, here's the way the weather looks. Wednesday, 49 in showers, rain and snow mixed, 46 on Thursday, which doesn't look too bad. Friday and Saturday don't look promising, partly cloudy, mostly cloudy in the mid-20s, 23 to 26 each day. And finally, folks, Howard, two more weather forecasts to let everyone know real quick. The last kicker of the Empress, Amory Reckonbox, neck of the woods, right now it's 53 in rain, but tomorrow it's supposed to rain again, 54. However, Thursday through Saturday, it's going to warm up a little bit, 50 on Thursday with mostly sunny skies. 42 on Friday. It looks a little chilly there, but then on Saturday it warms back up again in the upper 40s, about 47 to 49 with mostly cloudy skies in Jacksonville, Arkansas. And in Toronto, folks, yes, folks, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, ladies and gentlemen, how are GTS's neck of the woods? Let's tell you what the weather forecast is looking like there. Right now it is 28 and mostly cloudy, but tomorrow it will be a rain-snow mix of 42. Thursday, 37 degrees and cloudy. Friday, 27 and breezy, but then it gets really chilly again in the upper teens, however, near close to 20, with partly cloudy skies and some sunshine on Saturday, high about 19 to 20 degrees. So, folks, there you go. That's the WCW weather forecast for you now for the next four days in every neck of the woods. Of course, every day we give you the weather forecast here several days a week, and we started doing this a while back, so we felt like we could continue this hour, so we'll definitely be continued to update you every day here at the Weather Desk of what's going on. In the meantime, we are ready to talk about our next favorite moment, ladies and gentlemen. This time, we're going to go from Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen, down to Bourbon Street. Yes, folks, Bourbon Street, USA, into NXT New Orleans. And, of course, it was held April 7, 2018. As you know, Mara Ranolo, Nigel McGinnis, Percy Watson are your panelists, how are ladies and gentlemen, on this show. 13955 packed into the Smoothie King Center. Of course, the theme going in this song was It Follows How by Kane Hill, and definitely It Followed How in a big way, and we'll tell you why, folks, as we will tell you now the official show of what went down. Following TakeOver Philadelphia, folks, it got more interesting, however, as we continued our countdown into 2018, and here's what matches we saw as we started out NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Our first match of the night, of course, uh, Lacey Evans was back in again in a dark match, this time against the Pirate Girl, Kari Sane, making her debut. Kari Sane wins here in seven and a half to eight minutes. John, your thoughts about Kari Sane beating Lacey here? That was an okay match. Yes, I would agree there. And, of course, Kari Sane would go on to bigger and better things uh, later on down the road throughout 2018, if you will. Very good point indeed. Very good point indeed. Up next, of course, the team that made their debut last night on the Monday Night Raw roster, Otis Dozo Dozovich, however, and Tucker Goodnight Nighthower took on Riddick Moss and Tina Sabatelli. Riddick Moss and Tina Sabatelli, of course, unfortunately would be hurt shortly thereafter and be out of action and have been out of action for quite some time, if you will. As a result, however, we understand Tina Sabatelli might have been forced to retire very soon, but nevertheless, our heavy machinery on this night, however, took on Moss and Sabatelli. And as a result, unfortunately, this matchup ended in a no contest. I didn't understand this at all, but nevertheless, how it ended in a no contest. Your thoughts about Otis Dozo Dozovich 
and Tucker, good night, night, how as heavy machinery brought in the machines here in the Big Easy, but did not come out successful. Yeah, logic doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why they would make this match a no contest. I agree. I would definitely agree there. No question about it. Very good point indeed there, John. Thank you very much. Up next, of course, was that Nortlier match we talked about, ladies and gentlemen. One of the two best matches of the evening. Adam Cole taking on Killian Dane, Laura Sullivan, the Ricochet, the Velveteen Dream, of course. Uh, Laura Sullivan, as you know, a very big, tough guy in his own right. However, the Rocky Mountain brawler, if you will, however. Uh, EC3, who's now up on the main roster, of course, however would make one of his final appearances here in NXT on this night. Uh, but nevertheless, however, Adam Cole became the new North American champion as a few weeks before the show, William Regal announced later on there would be a new belt on display, and this was the belt that was uh, given, the North American title. This went 31 minutes and change. Your thoughts about this hellacious ladder match? Well, close to Gargano and uh, Black, close to Gargano and uh, Almas, that was that was one match for the ages. Indeed, it was. Indeed, it was. And Adam Cole, of course, showed why he was the true leader of the undisputed era by capturing the North American Championship. And the North American Championship every uh, became a part of Adam Cole's. Uh, Let's just say stable, if you will. And anytime you see the Undisputed Era folks, I mean, every time I watch them, they remind me of a young four horsemen. You got Adam Cole, sort of like the Ric Flair, of the group. You got uh, Kyle O'Reilly, like Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and then you got the Enforcer in uh, Roderick Strong. And we'll talk more about Roderick Strong and those guys in just a few minutes. But next up, John, Shayna Baszler got her rematch, however, here against Ember Moon, however. And this time, Shayna Baszler made the most of her opportunity by becoming the new women's champion. This would be the beginning of the end of Ember Moon's run in NXT. It was a good run, don't get me wrong. But in the end, Shayna Baszler showed that she was definitely the next big superstar to hold that women's title. And she knocked out Ember Moon, sending her into, uh, let's just say, seeing stars here. Your thoughts about this one? You gotta admit, uh, Shayna Baszler uh, has kicked the door down ever since she arrived in NXT. Oh, no question. Yes, she has. I would agree a hundred percent with you. Yes, she has. She's definitely, and and not to say not. I mean, she she's a trail. I mean, she not to say she's a trailblazer. I mean, you've seen other girls over the years like Paige, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha. Uh, like I said, all those girls. How are uh. Other girls, however, like I said, Ember Moon, Oscar, but Shayna definitely, you're right, has kicked in the door, and so is Ember. Mm-hmm. This is a good match. This went 13 minutes long, and in the end, like I said, Shayna Baszler has done very well, however. I mean, she has had some wars with Kari Sane. She's had some uh, feuds with Dakota Kai. I mean, you talk about a very unique match, and she's going to be tested. No question we talked about, as we said a couple times here tonight. She's definitely going to have a big workout ahead of her coming up against Bianca Belair this Saturday in Phoenix. And I'll tell you right now, Howard, I would not be surprised if she walks out of there still as the champ, but you never know. Jasmine Duke and Shane and them could be uh, having things backfire in front of them, and Bianca Belair could become the new champ, but we'll see. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, a great match here, and this was for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Trophy, a triple threat match. You talk about a great match here, folks. The Undisputed Era taking on AOP in their last match. Ackham and Rezar, however, taking on Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Dunne and Strong, of course, would be figured in later on in the year in the War Games match. However, the Undisputed Era once again show that they are still the dominant team, they're still the true champions, and now they have the Dusty Rhodes Trophy to back it up. Your thoughts about this one? Oh, <laughs> I think this was the heel heel turn for Pete Dunne, the for Roderick Strong, the 
Darn. I believe that, yes, I, I think so, yes, because Strong would later on join with the Undisputed Era. You're right. I believe that's right, yes, because then we'll go back to NXT, uh, would start wrestling over in the U.K., uh, more and more, it showed that he was definitely a tough guy, no doubt about it. And of course, not to say that being sarcastic, I mean, he is a tough guy. They don't call him the bruiserweight for nothing. I mean, here's a guy who's held about for 600-plus days. And you talk about a guy who just a few weeks ago, folks, had a hellacious, and I do mean a hellacious match at NXT TakeOver Blackpool, however, against, um, the name escapes me, John. Help me out here. Who was the guy he met in Blackpool? He had um he had a uh, he had a very unique match with him too. You know who I'm thinking of too. Uh, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, yeah. Who was the one that Pete Dunn just fought in in, in uh, Blackpool two weeks ago? He was really good. I haven't watched the match yet, and I got to go back and watch it. Uh, Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey. That's it. Yeah. Joe Coffey. Yeah, Joe Coffey with his brother Mark and everything. And that was a great match. And we saw the debut, of course, uh, that night of the new sensation of NXT UK, Walter. And, folks, if you've not seen Walter or have heard of this guy, watch out. I'm telling you what, Pete Dunne better be very careful. This guy is a big, big boy. I think I heard he's like 6'8", 6'10", 320, 330 pounds. I mean, this guy knows how to hit people. And believe me, this guy does not play games, people. This guy is a bruiser. This guy's a hard-hitting guy. And I would not be surprised down the road you're going to see a match between Walter and Pete Dunne for that UK Bruiserweight Championship. Speaking of champions, however, Andreas seen almost with... Alistair Black's wife, Selena Vega, in his last match, however, takes on the Dutch Destroyer again in a rematch, however, if you will. Black, of course, looking to this time capture the championship. And, well, this time, the Dutch Destroyer destroyed Almas, however. And this was a pretty good match, however, i got to say, however. In the end, Alistair Black showed, however, that he was lucky number 12, however. I think number 12 or number 11 in holding the NXT title. As a result, Almas, of course, would begin his ascent to the roster slowly but surely with Selena down the road. As a result, Alistair Black is your new NXT champion by pulling up the upset here in the Big Easy. Your thoughts about this one? I didn't think Black had it in him to do it. <laughs> What's that? I didn't think Black had it in him to do it. Oh, no question. No question about it. It was a very good match. And, of course, it went 18 and a half minutes long. Very good match indeed. Before we continue, folks, we want to tell you that coming up tonight also at 9 p.m. on ESPN for you college basketball fans, fasten your seatbelt for this one, Howard. Coach K and the Duke Blue Devils and probably the best freshman, one of the best freshmen I've seen in the country this year, Howard, and one of the top freshmen maybe in the last 10 years, Zion Williamson, the six foot seven monster, Howard, from the Duke Blue Devils, travels to Pittsburgh as they take on Jeff Capel and the Pitt Panthers at the Pearson Event Center. Tickets are still unavailable for that, are available for that game. I know a few people are on their way to the game. I, I talked to my one buddy about 5 o'clock this afternoon. He said they were going to start tailgating about 4.30, believe it or not, right near the university arena, if you will, to have fun. It is going to be a loud, crazy night at the Peterson, however, and Pitt is looking to pull up the upset, however, against the number two team in the country, who last week, of course, lost uh, Syracuse, as we all know, but did barely beat Virginia, however, if you will, in a close one at home in the Cameron Indoor Stadium, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, last uh, Saturday night, if you will, this past Saturday night. But, folks, the Panthers are coming off a tough loss of their own. They lost to Syracuse last week in Syracuse. Pitt is looking to uh, have the crowd with them. They're ready to jump. They're ready to scream. They're ready to party. And believe me, the zoo will be loud, however, tonight. And they'll be loud and crazy when they jump up, however, beginning at 9 p.m. Of course, that is on ESPN, by the way. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about the main event before we wrap things up here and get John's final thoughts here and my final thoughts on this one. And then John will have to take off a little bit, but we'll be checking back in with him at 9 o'clock. It is the match we talked about, John. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Chiappa. The rules were sent, however. Gargano, of course, originally was going to be barred from NXT, however, because of Chiappa attacking him over and over again. But finally, Gargano got some payback on Chiappa. Finally, William Regal said, however, if you want to fight, however, there's going to be a condition, however. If you lose, you're out of NXT for good. If you win, you're back in. Gargano won this one, and we would see the first of two great matches between these two guys. Again, Gargano showing why that 2018 was the year of the underdog. The Rocky Balboa story continues here, and Gargano definitely held off his bitter uh, rival and former teammate here, Tommaso Chiappa. As a result, he wins here in 37 minutes. John, your thoughts about this main event? Oh man, that was a good that was a good battle between the two of them. No question about it. It was almost like I said a variation of like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, Flair and Dusty Rhodes, Malenko Guerrero, Hulk Hogan and the Warrior, Sting and Ric Flair. I mean, those matches have been great. This one was right up there with them. That being said, those are our thoughts now of NXT New Orleans. I have got to give this show a close to a 9 out of 10. I thought this was an unbelievable show. It was definitely delivered in more ways than one. I thought this was a great, great show from top to bottom. We definitely had a good time seeing this show. And we don't know what that sound is. What is that sound? I'm trying to get a Pepsi for my grandma. That's why. Oh, okay. We're wondering what that was. Okay, I, I didn't know what that was. Okay. Well, those are my thoughts there as far as NXT TakeOver New Orleans. John, I will let you have the final say on this one. I give this a 9. You give this a 9, too. Okay. Well, uh, if you have to go right now, John, it's understandable. I'm going to just uh, take a time with a couple of songs here. We will talk to you again at 9 o'clock. We do want to thank you for coming on. And we will catch up with you at 9. And I understand tonight, our, we're going to have a lot to talk about, as we said, about last night's show. And I believe there's also a very significant day, however, that happened on this day in wrestling history today. But tomorrow, folks, tomorrow, you want to talk about something exciting? Yep. We're not going to spoil it. Tomorrow's going to be a very historic day. Yes, tomorrow will be a very historic day. We'll tell you why. I'm going to get off of here, and I will talk to you later on. All right. See you then. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right, the human suplex machine is not taking off. And as we said, folks, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow will be a very historic day in wrestling history. 35 years ago, tomorrow night, our history was made in a big way. And also today, folks, it was history was made in this sense that John will share about, I'm sure, maybe tonight, our on Revolution. But we do want to thank the human suplex machine for coming on and sharing his thoughts about NXT TakeOver New Orleans and Philadelphia. As we said, folks, our, any if you don't have the network, if you don't follow wrestling, however, or you do follow wrestling but don't have the network, definitely check out NXT. You will not be disappointed whatsoever. I mean, I have been an NXT fan now for close to eight years now. Ever since they first began back in 2010 when they used to be on Sci-Fi and had the guys like uh, Daniel Bryan, uh, Titus O'Neil, however, um, Wade Barrett, however, if you will, um, other people, including Heath Slater, uh, Michael Tarver, all those guys, up until the present day with guys like Gargano, Chiapa, all those type of guys. And folks, NXT is where it's at. They don't call it, however, uh, the definitely secret underground sensation, let's just say. And believe me, there's been so many great matches over the last eight years in NXT. You could write a whole book on it. I mean, you could write maybe two or three, maybe four books on all the great moments of NXT matches over the years. Guys from like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, to Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura, to Charlotte and Becky Lynch, to Bailey and Sasha Banks, to Tommaso Chiappa, to Gargano, like I said, to the Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. So, folks, there you have it. Those are our thoughts now, ladies and gentlemen. 
about TakeOver New Orleans and also Philadelphia. And again, as I said, folks, I do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine for coming on tonight. It has been a great show, however, and I hope you've all learned something from TakeOver, if you will, however, here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give you the number one more time, one 562 pounds ladies and gentlemen. You can join us right now here for the next couple of seconds, and if not, we'll be cutting off things a little bit early, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. However, that's understandable, however. Like I said, we'll definitely have a lot more to talk about, however, ladies and gentlemen, about what happened, however. Uh, let's just say, and it's going to be very interesting, of course, we'll definitely talk more. I'm just checking something here, folks. Bear with me here. Bear with me here. Like I said, we'll definitely uh, have a lot to talk about here coming up, however, like I said. Uh, like I said, we'll have a lot more to talk about at 9 o'clock including uh, maybe an update on any more matches that have been added to the Rumble and TakeOver. Right now we know there are five matches set for this Sunday as far as TakeOver goes. We also know that there is also, however, some interesting matches as far as the Rumble goes, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, however, we'll definitely, however... Uh... Like I said, folks, we're definitely going to have a lot of uh, interesting uh, things to talk about. So, uh, folks, we'll definitely uh, be talking to you again very soon. Again, I do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine for joining us tonight. Folks, uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Stay warm, stay safe out there. We'll talk to you again next Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, with another edition of Wrestling Revisit in the Time Machine with Gerard and myself. So, folks, uh, this is the Iceman saying so long from the side, ladies and gentlemen. And we will tell you right now how, as we close out the evening, how we're going to have a good song for you. Another Ellen John classic, ladies and gentlemen. This, this time, however, it is from 1970. It is Am Arena with Elton John from the Tumbleweed Collection, ladies and gentlemen, from 1971. So, folks, here's a little Am Arena as we take you out for the evening. Have a great night, and we'll see you at 9 o'clock on Wrestling Revolution. Good night, everyone.
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.